Welcome, traveler. You have entered the realm of adventure. Prepare yourself for tales from Beyond the Dice. Beyond the Dice is a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast set in a cyberpunk city called New Etika. I'm your dungeon master, Luke, and your players are... Ben, I play Cortain, level 5 human fighter. Jeff, I play Gage, level 5 human wizard. Peter, tonight I'm playing Spigs, a level 5 dwarf artificer. What do you mean tonight? Like, what, on what other night do you play a different character? Every night. Every night, you you got like multiple personality well, disorder. We don't. Yeah, we don't know. Peter could be playing dwarves left, right, and center. We don't know how he deals with his relationships with dwarves or other podcasts. Yeah, yeah we don't know what he does at work. Podcast. We don't know. Yes. We don't know how many dwarves and such he plays with. I think all we've decided is we don't know anything about Peter at all. Who are yeah. you, sir? Peter? Oh, who am I? I am <laughs> Little Moss. Little Moss, a level five half orc monkey. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> who wrote that? <laughs> I've got one line! <laughs> now you have to play it. It's now canon. You are no longer a monk, you're a monkey. <laughs> yeah. half, half orc, half monkey. Alright, now can I get all of the monkeys here to roll a uh, d20 to tell me what happened previously on Beyond the Dice? What is a d20? Oh, four. Ooh. Pass nine. Eleven. Uh, unfortunate. Three. Yes! <laughs> Alright. Sir Jeff, would you recount the tale that happened previously on Beyond the Dice? Yes, yeah, so before the last episode, Gage was betrayed and cut, sliced up um, by Cortain um, as he was in some sort of overzealous rage to kill everything in the room. <laughs> um, it's canon. Um <laughs> Because I said it's canon, that makes it canon. And then um, after that, um, Gage has gone into hospital, uh, like and uh, and speaks, and uh, we've gone through some pretty harsh times, uh, getting fixed up. He can't control himself. He can't control his magic. It's leaking out of him, and expanding everywhere, um, all at once. And luckily, um, he appears to be saved. On top of that, though, he's experiencing a lot of. Um, he can't keep his mind together and he can't focus. Um, when he, uh, while he was unconscious, um, he experienced another flashback, but not to the part of his life that we've been, like some other life that he's been experiencing. It was part of his own life. And um, where he, you find out more about Gage and how he, um, why he tries to protect the innocent and, and trying to understand who he is and. Um, he, the relationship between him and his partner. And we did some detective work. Uh, it was really fun. Uh, it was good. And then from there, um, Gage woke up and tried to finding out that he was in a corporation, having no idea what was done to him or why it was done or anything. He tried to get as much information as possible, and he really, really pushed himself to the limit, trying to wipe as much information from a very secure hospital database. And then he started to leave. Yeah, we ended with Lorian from the Keepers of Law, from the Keepers, calling you guys and frantically yelling into the phone about the keys, the keys that the Edict of Aya currently have, the keys which you delivered unto them with a spell attached to it, the keys which are now 
on the move. So that's where we will begin, in the Exocast Medical Facility in Central District, New Etika. You're in this big white hospital room. Everyone has is all geared up except your weapons. You have given them to the staff. You have basically called them and said that you need to leave. They've brought your weapons. You're walking down the hallways. And as you're walking through these stark, sterile, white hallways with these you guys walking feel a strange shaking and you guys everyone stops to look back at gage once again he's looking at his hands and you see all the sort of little lights and emitters on his arm his neck you even see the the lights in his cybernetic eyes they start to like sparkle and glow a bit like he um like it does when he uses magic and he puts his hands towards his head like he's got a bit of a headache and one of those shockwaves one of the shockwaves that you experienced before emanates from him pushing you all doing some force damage is there any alarms that get raised because of because we're still in the building that is a good question um, what's what's everyone's passive perception? Nine. Fourteen. Not good. Did you say 19, uh, 14 or 19? I did. Fourteen. Fourteen? Okay, you notice on the roof next to the sprinklers, there's like a little sort of blue light. They weren't blinking before, but every, say, four meters, there's this little blue light. Very, very tiny, like a tiny LED, and it starts to blink. There's another shock wave, and you all get pushed forward... Uh, everyone stumbling down. Gage is on his knees at this point, and he's starting to convulse they, a little. They didn't stop it. They didn't stop it. I think they made it worse. I think they. Ready. And then a huge, a huge shockwave emanates. And this time, where the shockwaves were barely visible before, you see this cascading blue energy, like an aurora almost shockwave out of him three times and all the glass in the windows and the and the doors that are um, riddled along this hallway they explode inwards shattering glass across all of you all you can hear is this piercing high-pitched sound and gage is there on all fours his jacket is like fluttering from the energy that's emanating from him and you see all these doctors the medical team you see uh that elf that runs the facility are all quickly dashing down this hallway as they come closer and closer gage is shaking and he looks up to you guys and he says guys don't worry about me get those keys you have to stop what the edict is doing. Don't trust them. I'm not sure what's going to happen. But you... Run. Just run. What? I can't hear you. <laughs> I mean, you can't hear him. I'm already running. As Gage is 
gripping his head once again and a small shockwave emanating out of him pushing all the glass and the fragments of the windows and the window frames that have fallen down into the hallway and been pushed out into the hallway you see uh, the elf with his parted white hair his white eyebrows pencil moustache and purple eyes in his perfectly tailored suit slender figure and he says we'll take care of him I can promise you that just just leave him in our care you can come by you can call him anytime you wish you better make sure he's alright you have my word and the medical team surround Gage and Gage you see one of them come towards you and another small shockwave pushes them back and the medical response member falls against the wall and then you feel a slight jab in your neck as you sort of look out of the corner of your eye you see this syringe pump a liquid into you and you feel groggy and everything starts to look like it has trails as you move your hand away from your head there's many hands moving in slow motion and then they all catch up to your hand and you see your friends as they're looking down at you you nod to them and everything starts to fade to black and there you are once again in your house in your home city and you hear your kids they're laughing you hear them running down the hallway towards you you then feel yourself being moved you're getting lifted up you still see these slight fragments of what might be memories of home then you see the hallway that you were in your friends leaving quickly walking down the hallway every now and then sending glances over their shoulder towards you and then everything goes white hey guys Jeff here sending a little message to say thank you for listening to Beyond the Dice um, Luke and I always wanted to do something like this and the other guys too and it's been a really fun journey uh, one that I hope hasn't completed for me as gauge goes back like i feel similar like similar to how gauge is going back and the last thing he experiences his family um that's something i need to focus on for a while so gauge will be back but he's gone for a little while You're all running down that hallway. Little Moss is there, whether he was or he wasn't the previous episode. Uh, he's there now, in whether it's spirit or body. We don't know, but he's fucking there, okay? So you're all running down the hallway away from Gage, and you hear the shockwaves and the medical team sort of uh, calling out various medical and technical terms as they're trying to help him. And you run straight out those back doors where the cars are parked there is um 
there no no <laughs> i like to imagine that this is an alternative medicine hospital and they're like give me some crystals possibly then yeah. bring me the salt lamps yeah. <laughs> quick quick his, his chakras are diverging locked <laughs> diverging blocked. <laughs> they're blocked well when <laughs> when you were saying that he's just like leaking this energy i was like does he need does he need like magic diapers or something like is he just <laughs> he's just incontinent he needs a lot of fiber he's... magic fiber <laughs> magic fiber <laughs> All right, as you run out into this uh, this loading dock that you entered from just two episodes ago, or then the it should be the night before, the night previous, you notice the security guards in their bulky tactical security armor wandering around out the front, or out, sorry, at the back of this medical facility. When you say bulky, are they like Cortain level bulky? No, <laughs> they're not. They're not. They don't have well, as big. As big an armor yeah. as you, but um, they're pretty armored up. Um, you don't see any vehicles there at the moment because you, Cortain, and you, Little Moss, came in in a taxi. Spigs and Gage rocked up here in Brax's SUV thing. One of the security guys walks over to you and says, are you leaving the building? Are you leaving the facility now? Yes. Do you have a mode of transport? Uh, Little Moss, do you have your hoverboard? Ah. Uh, then we don't. I don't know where... I think I might have left it back at the apartment. Well, I caught a cab here. We don't have a mode of transportation. Would you like one of the Exocast transport vehicles to take you to a destination of choice? We'll allow you this Brax set to facilitate your leaving... And you're coming to this building to see uh, your friends who are injured. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Very well. And he walks over, goes into this control booth, presses some buttons, uh, and maybe two minutes later, this sort of, not an ambulance, but sort of similar, drives out like this van type of thing, these big wheels on it, uh, security sort of soldier in the driver's seat and they pull up and the guy the security guard you were just talking to opens the sliding door and um the driver looks through sort of the the open door between the back of the van and the and the driving compartment and he says where would you like to where would you like to go uh where are we going guys well we need to get the keys but we also and we know that they're on the move, but should we go back to the law keeper and actually find out what the geo is? Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know where the keys are, so only he knows. Also, um, your cars are all at the bookies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those keys. Yeah, we need to get those keys as well. We need <laughs> to get our, our rides back. So where where right. where are we going? You want to go to get your 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 car or the other thing the the other thing he said where, where are you going let's go to the bookies yeah uh the bookies bookies uh which bookies and basically you give him the address he types it in his little gps you guys drive there you get to the bookies um would you like to take your respective cars i would like to take my car cool done Spigs. Shotgun. Shotgun. Spigs, do you okay. grab your car? 
Oh, yeah, of course I grab the truck. All right, you grab yeah. your truck. Cortain, you grab your Jeep. You'll and... need this little moss. I pass him a shotgun. Hell yeah. Get some. And we're going to cut directly to the library. You guys are pulled up out the front of Darkhaven Library. You are walking up those large stairs to the front door. You push them open. You hear little footsteps running towards you and some larger thumping ones at a walking pace. Lorian runs up with his sort of swooshing, parted hairs, a little bit of a mess. His glasses are sitting crooked on his nose and his pointed ears and he runs up in a panic holding something in his hand it looks like a some sort of scroll or something and he pushes it towards speaks and he's like you all you have to go all of you have to go the keys like i said on the phone we just got here the keys are on the move the edict i don't know where they're taking them they're taking them somewhere but whatever they're doing wherever they're taking them it's not for good i can tell you that and speaks as you unroll this scroll that he pushed in your hand it's the it's the map so when he did the spell on those keys to track them and trace them he also placed the spell on an old dark haven map or more like a new etika map but this is when uh it wasn't as big it's probably probably like a oh. hundred years old Spigs Spigs remembers this 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 map technology i think it was called goggle maps and you have to put on these goggles to be able to see like the display yes goggle that's maps. true goggle maps yeah it's got these little um these tiny little microchips inside the the paper which let out little um augmented reality sort of um, projections like landmarks and street names and that sort of thing. But on the map, you see something that isn't technologically based. You see a little blue flame and you see the flame moving down some streets. And now... Because this city is so old, even though it looks incredibly new and futuristic, um, a lot of the streets are the same and the highways are the same because generally people built up and they didn't change much. They built around the infrastructure that was there. And that's why everything is pretty congested and clogged because they didn't build a lot of new roads or highways or overpasses. You see this little flame that's hovering above the map, this little blue flame, and it's moving. It turns right down a street, then slightly um, stops for a second, then turns left down an alleyway. Lorian says, You've got to go! You've, you've, you follow this, this flame. It's a part of the spell that I put, put on the keys. It will follow all the way, and uh, wherever this... Wherever the keys go, the flame will move, uh, unless it moves outside the map. Then the uh then the map won't show the flames anymore um huh, good good luck i guess oh, oh hold on lauren lauren yeah do you have to do you have to be careful with this flame like don't accidentally set stuff on fire or um it's like a magical flame it doesn't burn it's 
It's just a little illusion. It doesn't burn. An illusion. Uh, yes. It's not real. It's okay. you can you can see it, but you can't feel it like the wind. I can see the wind. Can you see like, the wind? Let's go. I can't believe I'm the most intelligent person in the room, <laughs> other than Lorian right now. This is stupid. <laughs> he let's go, guys. He starts by pushing you guys. He go go. You've got to get those keys. Um, as soon as you get them, make sure you're not followed back here, but bring them back immediately, please. Can we, get, can we get some help? Can we get your, the, your big Goliath friend to come? Dune looks down towards you. Um, and you're, you're almost at a similar height to him. Just not quite, because he's so big. Um, and he says... Unfortunately, I cannot come with you. I have a mission of my own. There's somebody very important in the city I must find. Someone very dear to me. And if I find him and keep him safe then we will all be the better for it. On your way, my friends. If I can join you later, then I shall. And I will bring my club with me. And if I bring my club, I will bring pain. But not to you, to uh, the edict. I will crush them. You're a good guy. He nods and he, he says, I like you too, Cortain. Uh, and you, little moss, and speaks too. Um, Let's go, guys. I don't know you very well. I don't think I like you, but cool. That's fine. But I'll kick your ass in an arm wrestle if we ever get down to it. Go! Run! Go! Run! Lorian calls out. You all make your way down those stairs and out to your cars. And the um, the little flame along the map speaks. You can see that it's um, traveling. It looks like it's heading towards one of the... Um, the ramps onto one of the big highways that stretches out and it reaches from all over Darkhaven and takes you into various districts like uh, New Attica Central and Broadside, all different districts. I think we should take one car. Which one? Well, how many keys are there? Three? Are they all going separately or all, all the keys are going together? There is only one flame. Yeah. Okay. One car's fine. Spigs, you drive. Oh, so my truck or are you taking your... We have to because you got the modified thing. All right, let's go. Okay. Hop on in, boys. All right. Now, just remember, there is only a seat for two on Spigs' truck. Otherwise, there's like his tray utility thing. I'll be in the tray. Yep, dip shotgun. You still got the shotgun? Yeah, I, st I still have the actual shotgun and I would like to sit in the front seat. <laughs> oh. All right, you climb up into the good old Chev, the old Forge 3101 Kegliner Premium. It's curved and tall front driving compartment. The doors creak as you shut them. All of the little customized gadgets and speedos are all flick up to light as Spigs turns the key and you all race towards this blue flame on the map. I'm guessing that Little Moss, you've got the map because Spigs is driving? Yeah, I hold it. All right. So as you're driving along, uh, Spigs, I would like you to make a driving check for me, sir. Alrighty. What did that entail? 
it is a d20 plus your dexterity modifier plus your perception plus any proficiency you have with driving which I believe is a zero um, and you minus your durability which is one alright Spigs is driving he rolls a 17 plus 4 oh. 21 nice okay so I would also like Little Moss to roll a survival check um, or an intelligence check one of the two to navigate Okay. I'm do I, I I've chosen survival because um, in New Etica, surviving would be like knowing where you are in the city. Um, intelligence can also be used to, you know, navigate and and sort of work out which way north and west and all that sort of the, the cardinal directions yeah, are. I'm, I'm definitely doing survival. All right. Okay, I rolled a one. Oh. Um, um, so that's a five. Would you like to use any inspiration to get? Oh, I think on I might. That? Yes. All right. So roll another d20 and take the highest. I'll roll a d20. Yep. Okay. Because I rolled a one on the d6. Um, oh, wait. What? Yeah, yeah. For uh, a skill check, you always use a d20. Uh, yeah. Uh, 20. All right. uh, 16 I rolled. Is, yeah. Yep. Right. Sweet. Cool. You basically watch the flame move through these streets with spigs at the wheel. His robotic leg pushing down the pedal you guys navigate your way through the usually completely busy streets and and then they are comp- they are very busy now but little moss directs you in in ways and speaks you drive with such perfection probably the best you've ever driven i think maybe besides the time that you drove to save glist you see from maybe 100 metres away, you see this motorcade drive up the on-ramp onto the highway. The little flame, you you know that you were right near it. You see this large navy armoured car, sort of like what you see like um, banks use when they move money around and stuff, like there's big armour cars driving up that ramp you also see a hover SUV behind it in front of it are two large six wheeled all terrain trucks now these are usually used in military situations or out in the wastelands outside of New Etica these ones are painted completely black. They don't have any sort of like military print or camo print on it or anything. Um, and overhead of these this armored car and this motorcade, you see hover bikes. Black one, a hornet yellow one, and a white one all zipping around, sort of circling and what might look like a, um, a scouting party of sorts. Do you want to follow this convoy up the ramp? Wait, wait, what do you think of the moss? Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Alright. Hold on. Hold on to my shotgun. Chick, chick. You place your foot to the pedal. Pedal to the metal. Pedal to the metal to the max. And you beep and you sort of curve around and, and swerve around cars as you get up to the ramp following behind this, um, this convoy. Now... 
you're not like completely behind it. There are a whole bunch of cars in front of you, between you and the convoy, but you make it up onto the highway and they're hurtling down that highway at high speeds, all of them traveling pretty friggin' quick. You start to follow. Um, how do you drive? Are you going to be uh, sort of actively chasing them? Are you going to be try? You're going to try and be inconspicuous? What's what's the deal, Spigs? Don't get noticed, Spigs. Think as long as we they're not getting out of the range of the map, we try to be inconspicuous. Yeah, boy. All right. Be cool. And I put on my shades and I change them to sunglasses. They go. They're like, are they like pictures of suns in your on your lenses? No, that's too conspicuous. Just Pic- black. pictures. Fade to pictures of his own glasses on his glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that inconspicuous. All right. So you switch your glasses over to completely black sunglasses. You all slowly, well, not slowly, but at the same consistent speed as everyone else driving around, you drive behind a family van. You see these little goblin kids in the back. They're pulling faces at you as you're driving along. And can I get everyone to make a perception check? You can try. Oh, Spigs rolled a 19. 16 for Cortain. Oh. Plus, plus, I think it's plus three. Oh. 22 for Spigs. Moss, 11. Okay, so if y'all will just quickly open up roll 20, if you still have it there. I do. Let me know oh if you can see this. Oh my goodness. This is very, very technological, sexual. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa, look at that. That's really cool. So, question. Yes. I can see my house. How do people at home see this? (laughs) All right. What I will do is I will upload this picture to our Facebook. um, And if anybody wants to see what these guys are seeing, then... That's how you will see. You will go to the Facebook and you'll see it there. Basically, it's a giant sprawling city with these curving, winding, overpass highways that stretch across all of the slum-like apartments and between skyscraper buildings. And they stretch towards this this, uh, center, maybe like a little business district. Um, there is a large dome-like structure that you can see in the distance and these huge, giant towers, these monolithic megacorp buildings. You can see them in the background there uh, as you're driving down the highway. But what you guys notice with your perception checks is the, um, the hoverbikes. They have sort of swooped around and they've been circling and looking over everything. And you see one of them. Uh, who rolled the high- highest on the perception, by the way? Sorry, I didn't know. I think it's Spigs. Sorry? Uh, Spigs. What did you get? 22. Who got over 16? I did. Spigs. Not high. Not high. <laughs> okay, cool. So Spigs and Cortain, you both see this, but Little Moss, you're too busy looking at the map at the moment and then looking up every now and then to the cars. You guys... The other two, you see the hover bikes sort of speeding around, looking at things. And on one of the hover bikes, Spigs, you notice 
a familiar gentleman. He is in like riding gear, like motorbike riding gear. Um, it's all white though. He is on the white bike and he has a cowboy hat on and sunglasses. It is Turbo. Oh, thinking it's a Thor's gauge. <laughs> He's like, I betrayed you. Um, <laughs> they rebuilt him. <laughs> into a motorbike. Yeah. <laughs> you see Turbo and he looks down um, looking around everywhere. He doesn't notice you but he's sort of hovering sort of like slowly um, and at the same speed as everyone. Um, Cortain, you notice someone who also looks familiar. You see on this yellow hover bike when you look up you see them looking down at you it's a woman she is wearing this oops, sorry let me scroll down a little bit more she is wearing this tight fitting high military grade ballistic weave bodysuit black boots black gloves she has a quiver on her back a compound bow in her hand she is wearing a mask if you can remember players yes all the way back to the early episodes there was a woman in the back of the van yes oh yeah she shot spigs with a yeah that was great with an arrow (laughs) yep she slashed gauge and she shot spigs she's there her mask is a little different it was like this geometric shaped mask that sort of like changed slightly when she looked around this time it is not a um, geometric mask. You can tell it's the same woman because she has the same hairstyle. Basically, her mask, and if everyone can see this, move onto the screen. Yes. It's a black skull mask. Yes, it is a futuristic no. black skull mask. And um, as as she looks down at you, um, yep. her blonde hair fluttering in the wind, you see her shake her head and put her hand to her ear or the side of her, I guess, skull mask uh, and she looks towards the other hover bikes. I, hold on, first, first question, Luke. Well, yep. the only question. This this black skull mask. Mm-hmm. Did yep. you happen to take a picture of this in a store? No, but yeah. I want one if you've seen it in a store. Oh, no, it, it's just because in the eye piece I can see the reflection of someone taking a picture with their phone. Oh, yeah, I think it's the person who made it. The okay. bell, bell workshop. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. I um, I wish, I wish I. I, I yeah, want, so I it's want pretty it. cool. It's pretty like cool. For people at home, well, they'll see the picture. It's like a black, silvery skull. That's really cool. It's even like completely sculpted. Like you've got like the teeth and and the you know the nose has been removed because it's just the it's just the bone. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's it's pretty awesome picture. Um, she is hovering there like I said she points to it she presses something on the side of her head she turns to the other hover bikes and um, Spigs you then notice Turbo look down towards the truck and the other hover bike zipping towards you guys right now we're going to go into a skills challenge skill yeah. skill challenge this first little blue square I don't know can you guys see that on the um, in the city yeah. yep yep Alright, that's basically the first leg of this skill challenge. So what happens is, 
Um, just before you guys all roll initiative, uh, you all see. Yep, cool. Dropped all the stuff. That's cool. That's great. Um, you all see the large all-terrain sort of tank truck things start to speed off even quicker. Instead of driving at the sort of leisurely pace that they were driving at, they have ramped up the gears. So follows the security van and then the hover SUV that follows it. Hope this becomes like a Men in Black esque. Oh, no, no. Blues Brothers type car chase scenario <laughs> like, it's gonna be sick what they're gonna be like nuns and nazis in it and the nazis fall in the water and and uh, all drown well, nah nah that's why i like prefaced it with Esk. men in black because ah. it's gonna be like futuristic but there's gonna be lots of cars piled up all right well let's make that happen so can i get everyone to roll initiative please uh moss 11 Cortain 7 spigs 13 I'm just going to quickly roll for those other bad boys, the hover bikesies, and... The hover what? The hover bikesies. Oh. It's like a hoverboard, but with wheels. Alright, so for the moment, because the other cars aren't in reach, um, only the hover bikes are, that's what we will start with. So, first off, it is... It's the yellow hover bike with the... let You know what? Let's just call her the... What, should we call her the... The ranger, the the assassin. Um, what has she got? She's got a she's got a bow. Call it, we'll call her Bandito. Let's call her the Banshee. 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 Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Let's call. She's called the Banshee. Cortain looks up and he's like, "I remember that Banshee." <laughs> <laughs> or something. Or something of the like. Because you named her, you get to say it. Woo! Queen of the Harpies. Banshee incoming. Yeah, he yells out, Banshee ain't coming to all of you guys in the AR. And she looks down, quickly, with lightning speed, flicks out an arrow from her quiver. It, like, sort of, not projects it, but it, like, sort of slightly shoots it up. So it spins over her shoulder as she picks it from the air. And she just looses it with with a deadly speed. And that comes towards you. Um, her first thing is going to make you... She's going to make you make a dex saving throw. Cortain. Yep. That's a four. This (laughs) This compound bow firing towards you, you see the arrow. The arrowhead sort of sparks a little with this blue electrical energy as it slams into your armor. You feel this shock of electricity run through you. Um, I will say that that is just because it's a skill challenge. I'm not going to do like the full damage to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you take uh, you take seven lightning damage. Just lightning, no lightning and blocking or lightning and piercing. No, it's just going to do just like I'm not going to roll for the bow attack um, in this skill challenge. Yeah, that's fine. It's just going to yeah, it's just going to be a little damage here and there. Just to whittle you guys down. Mm. <laughs> Alright, so yeah. Um, seven lightning, and that's going to be one pass for the bad boys or bad girls, the bad people. And uh, who's next? Next will be the black hoverbike. What he is going to do is um, this 
guy in like all black sort of security gear. He's going to fly down towards a car in front of Spigs um, with the little goblin family in it. And it, he's going to pull out a submachine gun and shoot towards them, like at the, at the ground in front of them, um, to get them to stop. And what that will do was impose a driving check on Spigs to um, navigate this. Oh, Alright. So what did uh what did Cortain get before? Four. So what if the same number appears on my dice? Well you put you plus your dex mod and your perception. Yeah, and minus my oh. thing. So it's only a plus four, so then it becomes an eight. Oh, okay. You don't quite swerve out of the way. You slam into the sort of the back end of this car, you see the little goblin kids like like uh, bump around and they're no longer smiling and waving <laughs> and pulling faces at you. They're like freaking out and they're like looking at each other and screaming and then looking back at you guys and screaming and then looking back at each other and screaming. And your car, or the Chev, the truck, sort of spins out of control a little bit. Um, that's another pass for the bad peoples. Uh, next will be Spigs. Yes. So. My idea is as we slam into the back of the family van, Spigs pulls the handbrake, spins Chev around, doing like a loop, like around the family van, yeah. and then undoes the handbrake and, and like floors it. Alright, so um, this would probably be another driving check. Um... What else, can, what else could we use for this? But, yeah, you know what? Just make another driving check. Because it's... Right. it's yeah. Turn like a light on. Ooh, ooh, that's a number. Oh, oh, that's a 20. A, na- a crit? No, no, it's a normal 20. Oh, phew. That's... Uh, I was trying to think of some crazy thing to do then. Which I just thought of one. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's still pretty friggin' good for a... Um, and you know a, a ghetto crit so what happens is you slam the brakes on and turn the wheel the the chev the big truck your big utility dwarf truck spins around the back of the car pointing um the opposite way and you sort of like put your foot down in reverse you pick up momentum from spinning the car and then you flick the steering wheel again swerving all the way around the family van in front of it picking up extra speed uh, I will give you because you got an, a, um, a ghetto crit I shall give you a plus two to um, your next driving skill if you have to make one Woo. cool and that is also a pass for you obviously um Next is Little Moss. No. Yeah, because Cortain, you got a 7, right? Yes. Yeah, so I got 11. It is Little Moss with 11. Yeah. I'm wondering if as we flip around the van, I can reach out and slap the driver in the 
back of the head. <laughs> the goblin. As we pass by. The goblin. Yeah. <laughs> What's that going to do? Well, maybe you know he'll, what? You, he'll, wait. he'll think that somebody tapped him on the shoulder. He'll look the other way, won't see a pole, and then he'll drive into it. Come but on, man. A, why are you trying to kill this goblin family? We're trying to... Yeah, we're trying to get keys. Do something useful. Well, what? You want me to look at the map more closely? That's not very, like, skill checking. you got a shotgun. Yeah. You also have fucking ninja monk powers. Yeah, but I'm in a car. Doesn't matter. Go crazy with it. This is Dungeons and Dragons in the future, bro. Come on, let's do it. That's Go. true. Do it. Alright. Do some so crazy I'm, shit. Just fucking do am it. I we're, not we're not inconspicuous anymore, are we? No, not really. Alright, but They I just think basically shot at you. I think I am. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stealth out onto the front bonnet and like, you know, like shimmy. No, I'm going to scooch. I'm going to scooch <laughs> out of the car, like through the passenger side window, stand on the bonnet and then jump towards the other car as I fire my shotgun in the air and try and like grapple the, the car. Grapple? You, wh car? Who, are you who are you shooting your shotgun at? The hover bikes? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. So you're gonna you're gonna leave from the and I'm gonna say Adrian. <laughs> All right. What I want you to do is um, you want to roll a yeah roll a stealth to see if you can catch this <laughs> um, catch this hover bike riding goon. Twenty. Um, like a crit. Ghetto crit. Ghetto crit. Nice. All right. So you. You like yeah, like Jackie Chan style. You don't even open the door. You just wind the window down casually. You slide out onto the top of Chev. It's you're going like 100 and 150 kilometers per hour, um, which if Ben could you, I don't know if you can quickly calculate what that will be in miles per hour for our um, American listeners. Did you say 150 kilometers an hour. 150 kilometers an hour. About nine. So you were on the top of the roof. The wind is about nine. Anyway, you yeah. you're on top of the car, on top of this truck. The wind is like blowing. Ninety-three miles per 93 hour. Ninety-three miles per hour. Your little Good. your little top knot is flapping around in the wind. Your turtleneck. You adjust the neck, and you leap in the air. The black hoverbike guy is who was shooting at the car is floating there backwards basically and you shoot at him can you roll Adrian. can you roll a d20 um plus your dexterity modifier uh fifteen you blast this hoverbike goon in the on the black hoverbike and his black armor you blast him right in the chest he doesn't even see you coming because uh, you're he fucking invisible right now. I am. Um, I'm wearing my black turtleneck. He tumbles off the hover bike. Oh, I land seamlessly in the seat. Please say that. He goes tumbling underneath the family band full of goblins. Oh. You hear the kids in the back seat go, cool. Do we hear a sickening crunch? Yeah, a crunch and a squelch. Oh, too. A, oh, oh, the squelch is the worst part. Yeah, the that's definitely is skull. Juicy. Yeah, that's what makes it sickening. <laughs> it's like a tomato. Oh, biting a whole tomato. Like sploosh. <laughs> All right, the hover bike is sort of like drifting out of control, and we will leave it there for you, little moss. It is the white hover bike's turn. Turbo. He looks towards you guys. 
sees little Moss on top of Chev, on top of the truck, and he is going to uh, basically just try and swoop little Moss out of the air with his hover bike, and he's going to make a driving check. That's the right one there. Oh, that's not too good. Little Moss, that's a pass, by the way. Oh, thanks, yeah. And nah, that's a fail on his part. Turbo swoops past. He goes to clip you with the hover bike. He bumps into the, the black one that just sort of, sort of like drifts into his way and he spins out of control. He doesn't crash because he didn't roll that poorly, uh, but he does not swoop you. Uh, it is now Cortain's turn. Sweet. So Cortain, the scene in front of you, Little Moss is standing on top of the truck. You are there. You have like a um, electric bolt arrow sticking out of your armor. The Hornet yellow um, hover bike with the Banshee is hovering uh, maybe like 20, 30 feet above you. The white one with turbo has spun out of control and you've just heard a sickening crunch and squelch from the black hover bike rider that went underneath the family car okay so what i plan on doing is activating my propulsion system in my armor oh yeah so i was looking it up i can fly up to my speed yep so i was but because we're traveling so fast Cortain doesn't understand the principle of, you know, the conservation of momentum. But if I fly up, I assume that while there'll be drag, I'll still be flying, like, with the, uh, with the car. With the truck. Cool. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to charge... <laughs> yep. Charge the hillbilly's the car. The hillbilly. Uh, oh, no, yeah. not car, yeah. The, the bike. Yeah, Turbo. Yep. Well, yeah, he's got he's got a cowboy he's got a cowboy hat on. <laughs> yeah. No, he ain't he ain't no hillbilly. Um, so I'm going to do an athletics check, and I'm going to charge Turbo, pulling out my uh, my sword and trying to like. Yeah. Oh, like, dude, it's like um Star Wars when Luke Luke Skywalker fucking cuts the front of the um the scout bike and it fucking spirals into a tree. Like that sort of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah, but I hope to, to yeah. catch his feet oh. as well. Oh, alright, do it. Roll. <laughs> give, give me some Achilles tendons. 21. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, <laughs> so first off, that's obviously a pass for you guys. Before you. Uh, you slash your, um, your sword towards Turbo as sort of spiraling out of control. You see, like, a whole chunk of the bike come off because you've got the the hot fire energy mm. um, in your sword. You slice through pretty easily. You hear him scream in pain, and as you're going up sort of past him and slashing, you see the bike spiral off of the highway, um, and in the... You see this white thing flip down um, into the tray of Spig's truck. And as you look down, you see both an arm and a leg with the white oh. boot and a white glove. Oh, I didn't realize it would be that graphic. It's pretty cool. So, that's my turn. 
Um, you get advantage on your. Um, you basically you get. Now you know what you get. If you don't have inspiration, you can have it as you can stack it. I'm I'm allowing a homebrew of stacking inspiration because you've basically rocketed up in the air, thinking that the truck will stay beneath you when it's not. Nice. Right. That's what, like basically a, what you said. So yeah, yeah that's like sort a, of sticking to Cortain's sort of thinking. Um, nice. Oh, it's like a thinking is a strong word. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking is a very strong word, and, and your your the big sort of boosters on your boots that are coming yes. from like the calf and the bottom are like blasting in, you into the air. Yeah. Uh, next is that wait have, is there any, is there a bit of scorch damage on the on the rear tray of uh, the truck? Yeah, there is definitely scorch. Not telling him. <laughs> I don't know how they got there. <laughs> um, it would be Turbo's turn, but he is out because you rolled so well. Um, th- which means this part, this leg of the skill challenge <laughs> <This> is <leg>. done. <laughs> the, hey, uh, or lack thereof. Uh, um, the, what? That's not very nice. Oh, sorry, Spigs. Spigs has... Yeah, God. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you guys make it to the next one. I'm not going to move these little squares. It's too hard to move on roll 20. Roll 20 is once again not playing nice. So, but you move on to the next leg of this race, heading towards those... Um, big structure. Oh, perfect. Thank you. Thank you, Travis. Um, it's not in the shape towards... of genitals. Is it? No, oh, it's, it's not. not. <laughs> Travis, Travis, you can draw things that genitals. I'm, ah, oh, <laughs> I was going to say I'm proud of you, but that has changed. <laughs> For everyone at home, Travis has just drawn a, a red sparkly penis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a firework sh- uh, shaped penis. All right. Um, next is the next leg, which means the hover bike the banshee she speeds off towards the convoy and oh and uh she catches up to them spigs what would you like to do would you like to speed up towards them or back off what's your what's your deal right now we're gonna still chase them we're gonna speed up all right you speed up and you overtake some cars you hit 160 170, your car is shaking and vibrating. You can hear some nuts and bolts rattling because this car has never gone this fast before. And even when you were going after Gliss, there wasn't enough straight road to go this fast. But now you're hitting that uh, the end point on the gauge of this... Um, the end point on this Speedo, I should say. You catch up towards this SUV and this security truck... And the large off off road sort of all terrain vehicles. Uh, just gonna roll a quick initiative for those and chuck them in. Cool. Alright, so now that part is done. We are going to reshuffle the initiative and first off we once again have the Banshee. And what she is going to do is seeing little moss on top of the on top of the truck, she is Again, going to flick out an arrow and fire a compound bow. Um, this time, it is going to hit the top of the truck, and she's going to attempt to knock you off, sir. Psh. Psh. Okay, this is uh, it's going to, that's going to be a pass because that is a twenty-three. So, uh, can I get you to make? Yes. I'll get you to make a dexterity saving throw for me. Um, 10. 
All right. She shoots the arrow into the top of the truck and there is this crack and a force emanates from it, pushing you off of the back of the office or off the side of the truck. Um, Spigs, you see like this arrowhead puncture through the roof and the shockwave emanates, buffets you around in the um, inside, but it doesn't do anything to you. Um, Little Moss, you are currently falling off of the truck. Uh, Next, we will have the van. Uh, It's basically just going to keep driving. Um, It's not doing anything really. Oh, it should make, actually, it should make a driving check. Uh, that's a crit. So the security van, that gets a crit on there. And next will be the all-terrains. All right. They are going to uh, just keep going. They just need to get to their destination. And one of them smashes into a sports car and sort of spins, not spins out of control, but swerves and hits the barrier. The other one like moves out of the way of vehicles so one of the all terrains is um, damaged but is not out of the race yet next we have Spigs yo so they're they're still in front our objective are we we need some way to like stop them and get the keys as we're trying to do right yes Alright, Spigs may have a plan. Might be crazy. Might be insane. It might be only be able to be carried out by Dwarf and his friends. But he's gonna give it a go. Alright, I love it. What is it? What is he doing? What's his plan? I'm gonna think of it first. Uh, Um, (laughs) Oh, you had a plan. You made it sound so, so prepared. I do, I do. Alright. I was ready to vote you in as president. So, first, Spigs is president. President Spigs will initiate full. I'm gonna say full burn, but that might be copyrighted. Full burn! Is that like a Chinese burn? Yeah, it's like uh, you get two bits of the skin and then you just like keep rubbing it against each other. Ooh, I've heard of that before. Oh. It's, called, it's called copulation. It's called chafing. <laughs> and he will like. Pretty much push Chev to extreme danger zone. Alright. So we're using a mechanics check? Yep. Awesome. And I love the it. aim is to get to boost so far in front of the convoy and then do like a loop around them. What like go in front and around? Oh to try and block uh, them. Front, like, yeah, in front and then block them, but Yep. He will use El Snako. Ah, this. how is how is he using said snake? So what he plans to do? Oh, for all those listeners and and even players that might have forgotten, uh, Spigs when he leveled up got a basically he built a large cable like or snake like cable which he can command to do things like a little robot snake basically or a long robot snake is it like 50 feet i am checking how long it is all right so i don't think it's gonna be as long as what speaks thought but what he's gonna do is gonna use that attach that between chev 
and the vehicle that little moss will tell him has the keys in it. All right. Um, you know what? Car. Can I? I will get. Can I get He's everyone car, to though. roll? Just quickly roll uh, an intelligence uh, check for me. Everyone. Everyone. Yeah. That is an eight for Cortain. Sorry. Ooh, 15 for Moss. That's unusual. 13 for Spigs. Okay, so Spigs and Little Moss, you guys are guessing that the keys are inside the van because they're sort of being protected by these all-terrain vehicles and the SUV. Um, Cortain, it's in one of know, it's in one of those cars. I'm falling. <laughs> I'm still falling. Yeah, but but that's what like yeah, that's what you guys have gathered um, whilst chasing these guys. Um so Spigs, continue with your thing. You you basically can guess which um which vehicle the keys are in. Alright, so he's gonna put it chef up to top gear. Actually and full throttle. We can't say top gear anymore, we have to say grand tour. Uh, grand, he's gonna put it up to grand tour. Alright, roll, All right. sir. Roll. Roll. Oh, thank goodness. It was a nine, but it also has a one next to it. So what's the total? 91. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Fuck! That's a... your... <laughs> Take that, Luke. Your car turns <laughs> into a transformer. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so you basically... At first, you grab your snake and you sort of command it to steer. And at the end of it, like the robotic eye sort of thing on the end of it looks at you and then looks at the road and you go underneath or you lean underneath the the driving cylinder of this car and you start messing around with wires and you pull this crank and you press some buttons and then you open up this compartment underneath and you see the engine there and you reach in with your robotic hand and you tweak around and the car jolts forward at a top speed you pull your arm out grab the steering wheel and you swerve around this convoy in front of it that is a success and Cortain as you're flying up in the air yep you uh, you look back down as you see the hands fall into the tray of Spig's truck and then all of a sudden there's a burst of flame from the exhaust pipes and the truck Moves away at an incredible no, no, speed. Um, do like, I also not, see that little moss has fallen out? He is currently falling, just as the car zooms <laughs> off quickly. It's it's not it's not a burst of flame. It basically looks like light parting around Chev, and like <laughs> you, Chev goes into like a point. We're, you've already appears. gone faster than eighty-eight. Not, Dude, I want to go warp 10. Warp 10. You're not going back in time, okay? You're not turning into a lizard. <laughs> you're not, yeah, you're not turning into a lizard and having sex with the captain. It's not happening. Or Tom Paris. All right. That's for our, that's for our um, Star Trek nerds out there. All righty. Um, yeah, you zip around in front of the cars. And then what are you doing? What was your idea to do with the the the, the coil? As, as, as I'm going past... To try, you're going to try and lasso it onto the car? Yeah, yeah. Basically. Okay. Like, I'm going to tell the other right. end to attach to the main van. Alright, what I will do is um, I will get you to roll for that next next turn as you're spinning around it to, to lasso it. 
basically it's it's like Star Wars, ATST, and my little like oh yeah Chevrolet like, flying through the air. It connects onto the side of it. Yeah, okay, sweet. Yeah, I'm gonna go around its legs and it's gonna fall over. Alrighty. I'm gonna win the war. Next is going to be. Moss. It's little Moss is dead. What? You gotta roll. Um, I am falling off the side of the truck. Yes. And I would like to try and. Gosh, I don't know. Like, reach out for the side. Is there anything like flailing in the wind that I can. Attach myself there, to. There Luckily, is... there is an arm. There's a hand sticking out of the back tray, <laughs> reaching out an arm for you. With... Take this, my hand. This white glove. White glove. Of a white glove. Michael Jackson. Nah. Okay. Um, <laughs> here are some <laughs> things you can him. see around you. There is a uh, a convertible sports car, sort of like uh, maybe a lane over. There is a hover bike, a, a black hover bike still sort of like floating around in the air, not too far from you. Um, as you're falling, you can see that the Spigs' truck has started to zoom off around the side. You can probably try and grab onto that as well, but they're the other thing. Yeah, they're the things around you. Sports car, hover bike, or try to get a hold on Spigs' truck. Hmm. Or something else if you can think of it. No, no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hover bike. Um, I'm gonna try and do a graceful. Am I gonna hit the ground, or can I actually reach the hover the hoverboard in the motion of falling? Um, you can try and push off Spig's truck and and launch towards it. Yes. <coughs> Good. Cool. All right. So, trying to get a grip on. Spig's truck enough to push off with two feet like you do when you hit the end of the pool and you're swimming. Yep. And um, spiral. Yes. In a, in a very aggressive fashion towards the the hover bike to try and knock the um, driver out of his seat. Well, he's not in it anymore. Ah, oh. well, just to get on the hover bike to then get back close to the van because, as I have passively perceived. This van looks like it might be the shit. Perfect. All right. Uh, probably in acrobatics. All right. Uh, 25. Hell yeah. You, aggressively, but also very... Sensually. Please say sensually. Sensually. Thank you. Push off of Spigs' truck gliding, spiraling, spinning through the air you grab the handlebar you pull the throttle and you swing around onto the bike curving it turning it towards the 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 right way of the traffic and you speed off after the friggin convoy oh without can I a pop a mono a into the into the back of the van like it's like what yeah, you can pop a mono right into the back of the SUV that's the one that's closest to you that's yeah do it sweet um, you slam into it, and there is. Uh, you need to make a driving check for me, which will be a D twenty. I don't know how to drive. <laughs> a, a, I don't even know my learners. That's true. Uh, roll a D twenty plus your Dex modifier plus your perception uh, bonus, and you don't get uh, proficiency. But you are my, uh, you are plusing 
uh, two to the durability. Okay, so 16, 20, 24, 26. Quick question on that. Yep. Trav, does Little Moss pop his collar and he has like a high vest yellow vest on for his learners? <laughs> no, no, his glasses have changes. little L's on it. Nah. Right. Yeah. You slam into the back of the SUV and the front of the hover bike pierces through the bulletproof window and a guy gets a big chunk of glass stabbed through his neck and he falls out of the back of the SUV his um, assault rifle tumbling with him Uh, that's a good pass for you sir Uh, next is Cortain okay how far away is the armored van that now has a gaping hole in it. Uh, no, no. So it's the, the SUV has a gaping Sorry. hole. In it. it says SUV armored van, and then the all the two all-terrain. Oh yeah, truck my bad. Things. How far away is the SUV that now has a gaping hole? In it? Um, at this point, probably maybe sixty feet. Nearby, there is still. A red Ferrari-like convertible sports car that's a, that was a lane over from Spig's truck, and there are other various cars around. Um, you even see a uh, like a a posty sort of motorbike. I rolled for what type of motorbike, and I got low, so it's like a posty one, like a Vespa <laughs> sort of thing. Nice. Uh, well. Okay, so I have seen. I've seen that the Banshee has been like just firing, firing shit at, uh, firing arrows at at the pickup truck. Yeah. Oh, actually, she's nearby as well. She's probably closer than the. She's closer. She's yeah. She's closer than the SUV and the the convoy at the moment. Seeing, seeing Spigs has has begun to speed up like a madman. Yep. Uh, and he's being shot at. Or Mad Max. <laughs> I will simple. I'll return to the pickup truck. Yep. And I will just pop out my shield and and just like defend. So I will collide to the. I will land. It's a generous use of the word land on <laughs> to the top of the truck. So there's two massive boot prints that like crush yep. into the top. Um, above Spigs, and then I will just activate my shield, and then just hunker down, defending him from the Banshee. Alright. So, I will uh, roll uh, constitution, or strength, or dexterity, or... Let's go with... I'm gonna, let's go with athletics again, because I, like, let's see how you how you land on top of the truck, and keep your footing, and um, and get your shield out. Okay. All at once. In this big armored suit that you've really only worn for a couple, like, little active combat yeah. minutes. Yeah. I. That's unfortunate. I'm going to use. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, that's right, that's right. It's, what's unfortunate is I'm going to use one of the very few hero dice I have remaining after that. that, well, that... Just hate. Just remember, I gave you stacking inspiration too, so you yeah, that's can true. use that if you want. It's like, it's. it's... It's high enough that I don't want to use inspiration, but it's low enough that I don't think it's going to pass. 
Ah, okay, yep. So it's on that it's on that precipice. So Oh man. Um a fifteen. Oh. Alright, you launch towards the truck. You fly towards it, you turn the boosts off, and you plug into your throat. No. You overshoot. Oh no! I get run over! You you go to you roll decent enough, so you you're about to hit the ground, and as your foot touches down, you leap off, like you push off with both legs as hard as you can before Spigs hits you with his truck. <laughs> so Spigs, you just see this massive armored figure of Cortain land in front of you, kind of like um, the Hulk jumps, and then he flies off, like he jumps off again, sp spinning out of control, like doing a flip in the air. Um, currently, you that was a that was a fail, but um, you don't get hit by the truck because you still rolled you rolled pretty close to the the DC. Uh, but you're now sort of flying through the air out of control with no real direction. Yep. yep. Um, next will be uh, the Banshee, and what she is going to do is. She's going to fly past Cortain, and she doesn't use her bow. She quickly slashes out with this katana that's gr glowing a bright green, uh, and she is just going to attempt to uh, poison you, sir. And this is going to be versus your AC, which I do not think it will hit. It's a 21. No, it doesn't. Alright, so as she flies through the air, you and you like whip your shield out from, from when you um you try to protect Spigs. Mm. Um it, your shield is sort of like fluttering wildly, but out of the side of your or the corner of your eye you see this yellow blur. And it can be only one thing. So you lift up your shield as you see this flashing green blade come towards you. It bounces off as the hover bike and the banshee speed past. Nice. And like that. So she 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 basically fails that one. Um, okay, the van. The van is going to make a driving check to try and just overtake the all armored all terrain with a high speed. Oh, nineteen. That uh, is. That's like a 26. Okay. The van, this, this armor van, swerves around the all-terrain vehicle. And you guys see these blue flames flick out from underneath and from the two exhaust pipes that protrude up the side and out the top like a truck. And this van just zips off incredibly fast, just as fast as Spigs did when he caught up to it. So, um, just as this is speeding off, Spigs, I'll quickly get you to make a dexterity check. Um, you know what? Even a saving throw to see if you can sort of flick the rope out to catch it. I'm to check my dex. That's if you still want to do that, by the way. Yeah. Alright. The dwarf always sticks to the mission. 17. 17? Yep, yep. All right. The rope connects. 
and it wraps on uh, something like a, like a pole or the like yeah like like the exhaust pole that runs up the side of this 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 security truck. Um, now as it zooms no, no, off, the, sorry Luke. Yeah? Luke, does the snake grab the ladder? The ah oh, yes, it grabs the ladder on the uh, on the back of the of the van, and as it zooms off, you I'm guessing you're holding onto the the coil, the snake. It's, it's, it's attached to the it's attached to the chef. Where is it attached to? End. It's attached to. Let's say like the like there's like a bottom railing on like the left. So if chef is on the right or was on the right yep. of the van, it's attached to like a railing on the like the that you like stand up on to get inside, like a step. Yeah, oh yeah, so more like, you know, the so back of uh, the... Or like a handrail thing to pull yourself up into it. Yeah, when you when you have to lift yourself up into the into the, the tray area. Alright, I'm going to roll uh, with your... Dear, actually, you roll a d20 for me and tell me yep. what that is. I won't roll it, I'll let you roll it. It is a 17. Alright, plus one. Okay, your car jolts to the side... The handrail does not break off, but your car is now horizontal and attached to the um, the van. How much weight can your can the rope hold? Oh, good question. That's where we'll leave that um, that van for the moment. Now, what will happen is the all terrain that slammed against the wall over there. Is going to move towards Spig's truck, and it's gonna ram it. So it's gonna make a driving check. Uh, that's a fifteen. That's a twenty. That's gonna pass. All right, your truck is rammed, and it takes some damage. Um, let's see how much it takes. Alright, it takes 10 damage, so you're now on, your truck is now on 50 HP. Uh, and the all the other all-terrain is going to try and um, sort of move back, like move back towards Spigs' truck, reverse into it to try and stop this cable. Um, did you find out how much the weight it can hold? So 300 pounds. Um, that is, oh, hold on. That is not that 3, much. 3,000 pounds. Considering cars. 3,000 pounds. No, 3,000, 3, 3, sorry, 3,000 pounds, which is still like, what, a ton? Uh, a ton and a half. Yeah, I think it came out to about a ton. Yeah, with, I don't know, what do you reckon, the force of this truck pulling and now the horizontal drag of Spig's truck, I think that's got to snap. I I can't say anything against against my fellow player, but yes. Hold on, hold on. It has an AC of 20 and 20 hit points. Alright, well, um, nothing's hitting it as of yet, but I would say, um, you know what? Is, 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 is 60 foot long? Are they 60 foot away from the other truck? Like? They did speed off pretty fast and now you're dragging horizontally. So, um, I will roll to see if it disconnects or if it's going to take damage and, and break off. 
Okay, it does not take damage, but it breaks off as the jolt, yeah, snake. The jolt pulls it. So, um, the van is free. The other all-terrain sort of swerves to reverse into you, but because the rope bra breaks free, the all-terrain is going to try and just basically slow you down. It gets a one. It just reverses straight into the car. But because the car is on a bit of an angle, it just scrapes down the side of it and just reverses into a... Um, or breaks and, and another car smashes into the back of it doing some damage. Alright, and... Next will be... Uh, after this round, it'll be the last bit of the leg there. So next it will be Spigs. Your actual turn. My actual turn? Yep. Will be to try and turn back on Shiv. What do you mean, turn back on Shiv? Like... You mean turn her back on the road? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, make a driving check for me, sir. Uh, you gave me plus two to my next roll, didn't Correct. You? So plus six, 14 total. I will use... I don't even have any hero dice left. I think this will come down the critical moment. Yeah. Alright, I will use a hero dice. Alright, roll it to... That is not a good looking number. That is a, a one. So that would be 15 total. All right. As this large all-terrain vehicle slams into the side of you, as it breaks and reverses and scrapes the side of Chev, you go to turn to um, sort of adjust yourself. But because the other uh, all-terrain had smashed into you one of your wheels isn't working quite as well and you turn into um the barrier scraping along the side of it slowing the car down um that here is a f is a fail next off we have a uh, little moss yeah so i've popped a mono into the back of the car yep the van the have i lodged the suv, the... The SUV yep have I lodged myself into the SUV? Um, or roll did a, I roll sort a of d twenty for me and tell me the outcome. Okay. Uh, Nineteen. It is not lodged. It's not lodged. Okay. So could I use the hoverboard as a way to leap up onto the uh, the SUV? Yeah, absolutely. So it's an extra long jump. So could I do athletics? Are you like you can just jump off onto there? That's no, you won't. You won't have to roll for that. Okay. You can basically just move from the top of the hover bike to the 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 SUV pretty easy. But if you want to jump from the SUV all the way to the armored van, that's another that you would have to roll. Oh yeah. So like use the hoverboard, like an easy little sort of parkour jump onto the SUV, and then jump up. And then leap and lunge at the armored van. Now this is going to be higher because it's just zoomed off at a high speed. 
So mm-hmm. it's going to be a, a, a pretty decently high DC. Would you right. still like to do it? I feel like this is the out that every DM needs <laughs> to give their players. Um, nah, let's go for it. All right. Little moth, little moth. <laughs> You've got to give the people what the people want. <laughs> A twenty. All right, so what happens is you jump off the hover bike, you run along the top of the SUV, you hear gunshots from underneath, and you basically, you don't see don't the bullets, flinch. but you feel the air sort of passing by you as you run down the front windscreen and down the bonnet you launch off stretching leaping through the air in the hardest longest jump that you've ever done this is very sexual keep going what the car sort of like slams on their brakes a bit because you jumped off the front of the front of it and sort of um sort of blocked their vision as you are leaping towards it, you hear a crashing sound. You're gliding. You're flying towards the van. You okay. hit the back door of it. Right on the back. You feel your foot slip off of the bumper bar. But luckily, <sighs> luckily, there's this tiny little bit of this strange snake-like coil that's wrapped on the ladder that leads up to the top of this armored van and you grab on just the little bit of fragment of this little coil and you pull yourself onto that ladder. As you look behind you at the distance between the SUV and the armored van that you are now holding onto, you see Cortain has landed down, so face up on top of the SUV crumpling the roof in. <laughs> and I then, mean, oh no. And then he's, he's looking at you and the distance between the car and the van, and he's looking a bit stunned that he's landing into this on the back of this SUV. And now it is... Oh, and I flip him off. It is Cortain. <laughs> you flip him off, and it's Cortain's turn. Cortain, you are spiralling through the air. You block this sword. You smash into something. As you look, you realise it's into the back of the SUV. You see Little Moss just grab onto the back of this armoured van that's a pretty decent distance from you, and then he flips you off and smiles. Yes. He can't see under my helmet, but Cortain smiles too. <laughs> what are you doing, sir? So how, how far? So the distance, it's a fair distance? Yeah. Yep. Because this this van is like speeding off at a pretty high speed now. It's a man's distance. A man's, it's, a, it's a man's distance, is it? Like, I will. So this SUV is this is this a bad guy's SUV? <laughs> I love how I'm I'm goading you into yeah. this. It's great. Yep. I will run the length of the SUV and just and just put all the power, all the power to the to the to the boots, boots power. All right. And I will use one of these advantages you gave me. All right, let's do it. Go. Oh, man. No, that is not good enough. I'm using my last, for the listeners at home, hero dice. So I use all of them in a petty feud with Spigs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. 19. Yes. 19. That's not good enough. Oh. All right, you get up on top of this... Um, this 
SUV. Most the back of it is mostly just crumpled in. You can just hear guys like uh, uh, in uh, in the back. You run along the top front half of the SUV down the bonnet, just like little little. Uh, I was gonna say little sponge, <laughs> little moss did. <laughs> I don't know why I almost said little sponge. Wow! Sponge. Wow! Maybe I was thinking of SpongeBob. <sighs> don't know. Casting anyway. character aspersions. You put your foot through the windscreen as you're running down it, and you launch off, blasting your rocket bootsies, flying through the air. You're aiming towards the van. It's heading off in a pretty quick speed. You don't quite make it. That's where we're going to leave that part there. Now, it is... um, We're going to stop at that... Oh, fuck. I just need the desk. You just... We're going to stop this leg. Basically, what happens is... This is the end of the skill challenge. You guys got far more passes than the than the bad guys. So Spigs, you're able to right Chev your truck and you follow after these guys. Following behind you is the or are the all-terrain vehicles, the Hornet uh, colored um, hover bike with the Banshee on top of it. She's speeding around overhead, heading towards the SUV, uh, past the SUV, towards the armored truck, and you all exit off. You are now passing that massive dome-like structure and towards this huge, just gargantuan building. The van pulls up as Little Moss is just headed. He's headed across the top of the security van. It slams to a halt. Little Moss, you just roll off. You catch yourself. You roll off the front of it, landing on all fours like a cat, standing up, brushing yourself off, looking at the uh, two security guys in the van. Spigs, Chev rocks up, looking a little bit um, worse for wear. The Banshee flying overhead. She heads towards the front of this building. She leaps off of the um, hover bike as it crashes to the ground. She's kneeling in one of those sort of like superhero poses. The two all-terrain vehicles come speeding in behind you, Spigs. Cortain, you were lucky enough to have landed on the top of a, uh, like a, a station wagon of an old grandma an old an old orkish grandma and you pointed her in the direction so you come a little later (laughs) to the party but she drives you there and she's like good luck honey as you roll off the top of the car the big all-terrain vehicles are there flanking spig's truck this the top of the all-terrain vehicle slides back on both of them and you see these large robotic constructs step out. One of them resembles a minotaur. The other is like a spider. Oh, that's cool. It's like, oh, that's cool. It's got like spider legs, but they're tank tracks. Yeah, so this- yeah, it's like a, a picture, listeners, picture a tank with treads, but then the treads fold out into spider-like legs. 
and then the Minotaur is this big, bulky, mech-like Minotaur with a big cannon on its shoulder and cannon on its arms. And they sort of like turn and face. One faces Cortain, the other one faces Spigs. The mech like sort of like rolls its shoulders. And just in the glass of the face of the mech, you see that there's a person inside. Ooh. And the Banshee calls out and she says good luck and that's where we'll leave this episode well 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 the banshee is back now i didn't know she was called the banshee until cortain called her the banshee and gage he he's gone for now but he'll be back and we'll miss him until then <laughs> i'm crux the interdimensional demon pod bye thank you our listeners, thank you, listeners. Thank you, Fast and the Furious enthusiasts. Thank you for coming onto um, the show and talking to me and with me about Fast and the Furious and how enthusiastic we are, enthusiastic we are about Fast and the Furious. And thank you, listeners, who are also enthusiastic about mechs and minotaurs and car chases and karate moves and hover bikes. Thank you for being enthusiastic about those things too. We have a website. And we pay domain fees, so go there. <laughs> it's called www.beyondthedice.com. Yeah. Um. Oh, I mean, our Instagram is pretty fun. Um, we take. You don't have Instagram. I said our Instagram. Every time. I don't have Instagram. That's because I am a shut-in. So, <laughs> but it's but I heard that the Insta is a pretty fun place. And we take uh, D&D, RPG picks, and yeah, check them out there. It's a pretty fun place, I've heard, at Beyond the Dice. That moment when you want to think of the most epic plan ever, and you just have to be confident while you're thinking about that plan, you need some ideas, maybe you should check out our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash B-T-D-P-O-D. And now... If you have some time, and if you can, please make some time to give us a review wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it's on iTunes or um, Overcast or uh, Podbean, wherever it might be, Stitcher, wherever you listen, leave a little review if you can. It's gonna, it'll help us so much. It's um, it's really, it's really, really valuable to us content creators to get uh, reviews, um, just so that we can see what you guys like, what you guys don't like. Um, and the more reviews we get, the, the higher our podcast will be bumped up. So that means more listeners. And if we get more listeners, um, that's just going to be friggin' awesome because more people are listening and then maybe one day we can do bigger, greater things like make a robotic mechanized minotaur to ride around in and go to the circus in and tell our friends about because we have friends anyway. Thanks, guys, um, and good day and or night. Good night. Good, good day. Good luck. Okay, bye. Fine. So long, and thanks for all the fish. <laughs> <laughs> good. We don't have to do a Beyond the Dice part here. Woo! So, Woo! what we're going to do... <laughs> As you guys... Well, wait, actually... Where was Little Moss in that previous episode? Leaning against a wall. Whoop, whoop. Did you come back in?
Okay. Whoa! That was terrifying. Okay. Thanks, guys, um, and good day and or night. Good night. Good, good day. Good luck. Okay, bye. So, press record. Alright. Fine. So long and thanks for all the fish. <laughs> <laughs> good. We don't have to do a Beyond the Dice part here. Woo! So, Woo! what we're going to do... <laughs> As you guys... Well, wait, actually... Where was Little Moss in that previous episode? Leaning against a wall. Boop, boop. Did, see, did you come back in? Okay. Whoa! That was terrifying. Okay. Thanks, guys. Um, and good day and or night. Good night. Good day. Good luck. Okay, bye. So press record. All right.